welcome to the Wake the Giant broadcast. I'm your host, Alan Garrett. Today's topic is leadership development. In the studio with me today, I have a friend, Will Meyer. We're going to be talking about leadership development. Welcome, Will. So, um, Will uh, is a local here in the state of Connecticut. Um, he has a wife, Donna. Yes. And Donna is... She's a, a, a minister in her own right. I've actually heard her online. Oh, you have? That's I, great. Yeah, yeah, she's a woman of the word. She is. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, and then you have a ministry called Awakening Destiny Global. That's correct. Yeah. What? What's? Tell me a little bit about that. So yeah, we we are a little uh, revival center, apostolic center that uh, is in, engaging heaven to equip the saints for this harvest that's coming, and uh, we're just uh, pressing into. What cool. God has for us in that in that regard. Um, you do something called coaching for impact. Yeah. Oh, uh, about uh, about ten years ago, I went back to uh, school. I went to Regent and I got a coaching degree. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I do do uh, like executive coaching and leadership coaching type type work, working mm-hmm. with leaders. So you're an engineer, so you do coaching in the church and outside the church, kind of? Or Yeah, it's more of a hobby, but I also uh, work at uh, a local aerospace company mm-hmm. here, and uh, I'm an engineering manager there, uh, project discipline manager, so I, mm-hmm. we build jet engines. So out of your leadership, your quest for leadership, you, you wrote a book called Leaders for Life, Creating Champions Through... The now, the now, now leadership now problem. leadership process. Yeah, it's a long long subtitle. <laughs> so we're going to get into that a little bit and unpack some of the stuff in the book. But um, I want to start off with a couple questions. Uh, like, why why do you think leadership is important today? Because you, you see a lot of pastors or a lot, of, a lot of congregations they function this way: the pastor comes in and the pastor leads and he feeds the sheep, and that's the model. How, how, why do you think you, you want to develop leaders? That's good. I, I think it's awesome, right. and I think it's biblical. So, what's your what's what are some of your kinds of thoughts on on the importance of, of leadership development? Yeah, so uh, leaders for life is about leadership development, but it's really about the process of leadership, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really about empowerment that that comes out of uh, learning to live your life out of uh, your core identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of pastors just come in, they feed the sheep, mm-hmm. and they have one model, mm-hmm. and they have to replicate their one leadership model. Mm. But God, God gave us so Unique. much uniqueness. Yeah. And I look at every individual, every employee, That's any good. person on my team, and I say, what is what is at your core? What is mm-hmm. what is what is your passion? What are the gifts God's given you? What is the uh, what's the voice mm-hmm. that God wants to That's release good. through you? And so each leader will develop uniquely on their own journey, in their own process, in their own steps, and you just can't cookie cutter it. So mm-hmm. so we really need to, you know, pastors get burned out good. because. They're trying to make a model. Like kind of rubber, rubber, model. rubber stamp. Yeah, can't, can't do the rubber stamp with yeah. leaders. I, I was thinking uh, yesterday, I, I have a group in Sacramento that uh, relates to me here that I, I started before I moved to Connecticut. And one of the things we were talking about last night, I think it was, yeah, it was last night, uh, Thursday night, was uh, in, in the Old Testament, there were the 12 spies that, yeah. that uh, Moses sent into the land. He sent them in, in there for a time of 40 days, which is which is biblically is often 
associated with testing. Yeah, time of probation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he sent them out for 40 days, and their test is, what do you see in the land? Go tell me what you see. And uh, two of them came back, and, and Caleb said, we can surely take them. And the other one saw the giants and the hard things in the land. And they spread their fear, <laughs> fear their poor leadership vision yeah. to the rest of Israel. And because of a lack of leadership, Israel did not go into the promised promised land because of 10 leaders that had the inability to see. Yeah. So to me, uh, that, that just highlights the importance and, and developing of developing healthy leaders. Yeah. And you know, I I just had a dream and, uh, through the night I was hearing this phrase, Mm. um, uh, an eye for an eye. Mm. And I'm like, and, uh, the first eye was the capital letter I Mm. representing us. And then mm. the second I was your physical I, an E-I-E-Y-E. Mm. And what the Lord was saying to me is, you, we have to let go of our perspective, mm. our, our, our person-centric, self-centered perspective of leadership and get mm-hmm. God's perspective and vision for leadership mm-hmm. and take his eye mm-hmm. rather than live in our, you know, it's mm-hmm. in the world of volatility and uncertainty mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, the complexity, mm-hmm. the VUCA environment, uh, the ambiguity, it's so easy to be mm-hmm. us-focused yeah. rather than God-focused. Yeah. Uh, John Maxwell says leadership is influence, but how are you influencing yeah. Well, are you, are yeah. you, how are you influencing? Are you, are you moving them in the right direction? Are you moving in the yeah. right direction? Yeah. Um, I, I, I came up with this one statement here um, as I was kind of praying before the meeting, the quality of the leaders we produce will determine the effectiveness of the church. So I think this, this issue of leadership development is a crucial area for the church right now. I think that there's a, a dearth of, of leadership with vision leadership that uh, is healthy and leadership that's moving forward in the things of God. So uh, with integrity, mm. with integrity. Absolutely. And you know, that's a, that's a real uh, important point. And uh, one of the things I talk about in leaders for life is uh, I talk about the thousand X leader mm. and the quality of the leader will determine uh, the quality of, of your, your fruit, your accomplishment, mm-hmm. the impact. Will you change? Will you influence culture? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thousand X leader is, I, I, was, I was talking to the Lord about this hundred X movement. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, wow, I can't believe they're doing this hundred X movement. And then uh, the Lord said to me, son, I'm not after hundred X people, hundred X leaders. Mm-hmm. Cause there were 10 X leaders. Daniel was a 10x leader. He was 10 times better than all his peers. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the New Testament, you see these believers that have a 100x increase, and those who laid down their lives mm-hmm. and they surrendered, they would get a 100x return. Mm. And the Lord said, the Lord just said to me, He said, I'm looking for 1,000x leaders. I'm looking mm. for the people who have the spirit of excellence in them, the 10x, like Daniel, mm-hmm. but also have the surrendered and laid down life. Mm-hmm. And, good. and see, the thousand X leader is out of Deuteronomy. It's impacting a thousand generations. See, the leaders you're mm-hmm. talking about, yeah, making this outcome, is are really leaders who are going to impact us transgenerationally, mm-hmm. generation after generation. That's high quality leadership. I remember uh, John Wember. John Wember was uh, my pastor for a while, and he told a story about uh, someone who 
uh, came in to, into one of his meetings and was talking about uh, leaders and uh, and developing leaders. And Wember looked at him and he said, "Well, let me ask you a question: How many leaders like you do you want?" <laughs> and it floored the guy. He was speechless, and and he sat down because it just convicted him. And so I think that there's a we we give away what we have. And so there's a real need to become, like you were talking about some things like identity and those kinds of things. Yeah. There's a real need for us to grow in the area of leadership. Um, you, tell me about your your journey and how you came to write this book, Leaders for Life. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I had a great, uh, I had some great uh, pastors and uh, fathers in the faith, and uh, they helped me a lot. But I, I struggled with uh, understanding the process, hmm. and I found that uh, out of my pain of mm -hmm. frustration that nobody was telling me, these are the steps, these are the things that you, can, you know you're going to encounter hmm. in your journey. And out of my frustration and pain, uh, I, God birthed a solution to me. Mm -hmm. And Leaders for Life is really about becoming the solution to whatever problem or dilemma you're in as mm -hmm. a leader. And so the book came really out of my frustration and pain to create railroad tracks so people could mm -hmm. connect the dots and understand where they are and get unstuck. So many of us get stuck. And then we go mm -hmm. around that mountain 40, 40 years or mm -hmm. however long, and we never get unstuck. Mm. You know, so so that's really the genesis of the book. Yeah, and what what we have in the book are case studies from history, and I also have, have uh, case studies from hmm. real leaders on hmm. the twelve C's, the twelve different uh, mm -hmm. uh, principles or or process steps. We call them the twelve C's, mm -hmm. and. Uh, in it, we have coaching questions mm -hmm. uh, so you can reflect and grow in your self-awareness. And then we also are able to uh, learn from other people's examples. It's, it, you know, so it's very interactive in that regard. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of um, angles on it, depending on what kind of personality and how you learn. Now, how would you, like so, someone's hearing this and go, and they're saying to themselves, I, I'm, I'm interested in learning more about leadership development, maybe uh, learning to lead myself, but also I'm a leader and I want to help develop other leaders. How would that book fit with them? Is it something they would read? Is it uh, associated with a program they go through? So the book uh, is intense. I'll, I'll admit that. And uh, I like intense. <laughs> it's intense. And, uh, and, and you know what? If it's not things that are intense, are going to get us somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and does it make sense? Yeah, and I'm a yeah. I'm an innovator. I'm a breaker mm -hmm. guy, and I want to <laughs> see new things. It's I want to see the new wine release. So, so I the book uses an uses different language. Unique. Mm -hmm. I call it. It's an innovative le uh, language taking. Uh, a, amalgamating a lot of different ideas, uh, but it it really, um, it provides the framework. And if you go through the 12 C's and you read them, mm -hmm. you're going to, you're going to read the book and say, oh, wow, this is, mm -hmm. this is really great. Uh, I'm not there here at this point. And then these, these three things really stick out. And what would happen is you would, you would, you would connect mm -hmm. with one of those 12 C's and that's the area that you would work on. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of it gives you a construct. And then what we do sometimes is we we start cohorts. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people want to go through the, uh, like we'll go through the first five C's mm -hmm. and as a starter. And then we'll do a second phase and a third phase, mm -hmm. depending on on how deep people want to go in their, mm -hmm. in their development. 
So do you do that online or do locally or how do you do that? Well, I've done it locally, uh, but I have since COVID, I am, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not, bit, like everybody else, a little more online. <laughs> I'm online. <laughs> I got yeah. Zoom. <laughs> I, I do the face, uh, Facebook, whatever, you know, and now, you know, uh-huh. you know, Facebook's uh, <laughs> messenger is really great now because mm-hmm. you can start up your own room. So I saw that. I haven't tried it. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. It's easy. It's a lot easier than Facebook, but so they're, I mean, they're, easier than Zoom. I'm they're, sorry. They're trying to be more like Facebook. Oh, they're What's competing, smart? competing hardcore. But yeah. anyways, I don't want to yeah, go there. I remember uh, uh, I saw this one post on Facebook. It, it, it had uh, Forrest Gump on there and it said, and just like that, we all became televangelists. You, you know, just because that everybody's going, okay, well, I guess it's online now since we can't meet in person. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. So yeah. So, okay. So you, you, do, you do cohort. Cohorts. Cohorts, yes. Now, um, uh, you gave me some talking points here. So uh, one of your questions was, why leaders for life? And you talk about we live in a VUCA uh, environment. A VUCA environment. VUCA. So that's a military, Ooh, it's, a, it's a military really? term. Really, it is. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, it, it represents, uh, it stands for volatility, hmm. which we are certainly in. It, the U is uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And the the C is for complexity, and the A is ambiguity. Mm. And leaders need to address the volatility by sharing their vision and casting mm-hmm. their vision, mm-hmm. so that the volatility doesn't overtake you mm. and dishearten you, so that you lose hope. The uncertainty requires uh, understanding, and leaders need to release the spirit of understanding to help them mm-hmm. understand in the in the times of uncertainty how all the pieces of the puzzle come together. Mm-hmm. So we need understanding. Mm. Do you want to, want me to go with the last two and, or do you want to talk sure. a little? Okay. And then last, the last, uh, the complexity requires that we um, have clarity. Mm. So, you know, the enemy always takes the, uh, the simple and makes it complex. So mm-hmm. we get confused and we want to quit. Yes. God always takes the complex and gives us clarity so mm-hmm. that we can simplify, so we can always advance. So leaders need to bring they need to bring that kind of clarity along mm-hmm. with their vision and their understanding. And lastly, when everything else fails mm-hmm. and you can't do, nothing's working, it mm-hmm. really comes down to the person, mm. the leader, the person, and, and the Jesus in them. And so when you have ambiguity and there's nothing mm-hmm. else, sometimes it's just you. Mm-hmm. And you being authentic and being mm-hmm. transparent as a, lead, as a leader, admitting the, the realities, mm-hmm. That sometimes is the glue that mm-hmm. keeps uh, the organization or the the church or the team going. Mm-hmm. So, so leaders for life tries to address that VUCA mm. environment with those uh, mm. four solutions. Mm. It's very powerful. Mm. Um, you also mentioned in your book that God wants to raise up uh, ch- uh, dread champions. So what do you what do you mean by champions? What do you what do you think in there? Because a lot a lot of people use that that the, they like that word champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's even a song I think. There's a worship song. Yeah. I went, I, I would just use was out from Jesus Culture and the Torwaltz did us a, a really good song called Champion. Yeah, a couple I, years I ago. think I got it first though. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no. so what do you mean by champion? So uh, anyways, I. I, I I was in this uh, doing this uh, prayer thing on some inner healing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, uh, the guy says, Where, well, "What do you see Jesus doing right now in your life?" And uh, to my surprise, 
Jesus revealed himself to me as a dread champion mm. fighting for me mm. and just like kicking the doors in. And, and in the Hebrew, you know, that word means, um, that, cha- that word uh, champion means awe-inspiring, terror-striking, awesome, Ooh. ruthless, mighty, a warrior, feared or dreaded by his enemies. Mm. And see, I believe God wants to raise up a generation of, of champions like those Ca- the Caleb company mm-hmm. that have the vision to transcend generations and change culture, you know, take the enemy mm. out and... and uh, really make an, a lasting uh, impact that is sustainable. And, uh, you know, a lot of this language came out of uh, the, the, uh, this, this movie I, I watched, Secretariat, Triple, Triple Crown Winner, and mm-hmm. Secretariat would be running his race, mm. and the Lord would just use that. He was a champion. He was running in his lane. He's running his race. He knew his assignment. Good. He knew his identity, and he ran with passion. He ran with all his heart, and he ran with the pleasure of God. And like that, to me, is a champion. Mm. And it doesn't matter what you do, whether you're a mom, a dad, a business owner. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, if you're running in your lane, you're running your race. Come on. Yeah. It, you know, some people are going to follow you. Yeah. It reminds me a little of what you're saying. It reminds me of that Misty Edwards song where it says, he's not a baby in the manger anymore. He's not a broken man on the cross. Uh, he didn't stay in the grave and or something like that. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I can't remember all the words, but it's just like, it just... Uh, sometimes people think of Jesus as lovey dovey, uh, lovey dovey, and he's you know the Jesus in the manger, and the Jesus that surrendered himself on the cross, and that's all true. But if you look at Revelations, he's running, he's coming on a horse with fiery eyes. Yeah. So there's uh, there's some warrior, yeah, in that. And when it comes to things like injustice and oh. redemption and all those things, uh, he's a warrior. Yeah. And protecting us, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so um, let me go down here on our on our talking points. A lot of times, what I do on these uh, podcasts for those listening is I I read out different talking points. I don't really spell out exactly everything we're going to talk about, and I do that because I want it to be a conversation. I want to invite my listeners into a conversation that's valuable. We'll relearn some things. And um, like I was talking with Will beforehand. I, I mean, I, w- I want people to buy his book, but I want to do something that's valuable content here uh, for listeners that may not get the book or maybe something want to find out more about leadership development. So that's kind of, we're going down some of the points of the book, but there's some things in here I hope you catch as far as, is uh, leadership development. So, um, so we talked about uh, 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 developing champions. So we want to develop champions that are like Jesus. Yeah. Right? And, and that people who live out of their core identity and not after some, mm-hmm. you know, I always use the language, you know, leaders need to be comfortable in their own skin. Mm-hmm. If you can't be comfortable in your own skin, mm-hmm. it's true. You, you, people see through the inauthenticity. They do, and they're just like, and there's a generation that can't tolerate that. That's yes. coming up. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I I use this phrase with my leadership team. I say, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just putting this raw piece of raw meat on the table. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And sometimes <laughs> I just put the raw meat out, and it's like, this is it. This is. This is this is the real deal. It's like if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. but it seems like mm-hmm. whenever I whenever we have meetings and I put a piece of raw meat on on the table, I feel so mm-hmm. insecure sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like so like 
oh man, I'm so exposed. Mm -hmm. And you know, you know, the feedback I get, they'll be like, that was the best meeting ever yeah. at my expense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know, yeah. Um, so uh, let's see, who will this book, um, who, who is it, who is it written for? I mean, who, who is it going to help? Is it, if, is it for just a, a new leader? Is it for somebody that wants to, to, to develop leaders? What so, do you, how do you see this help? Yeah. So the work, you know, the minute you say you talk about leadership, a lot of people will just turn off and say, I'm not a leader. Mm -hmm. This leader is, the, the, this book is really for anybody who follows Jesus mm -hmm. and has a relationship with him. You, you're an ambassador of Christ. Mm -hmm. Consequently, you're a leader. Mm -hmm. And people are watching you. Yes. Whether you're a mom, a dad, even a, a teenager, a college student, business owner, it doesn't matter. Lawyer, doctor, mm -hmm. dentist, you're a leader. Yeah. And you may have a, a unique positional role of leadership or a role of influence, mm -hmm. but you're a leader. So it's called Leaders for Life because it's all inclusive. Mm -hmm. And and you can apply this. It's written for CEOs. I have CEOs who read this and mm -hmm. just are there they trip over it and mm -hmm. they love it. But it's written in a in a, a in a in easy language mm -hmm. so that anybody can understand it and it's scalable. It can be for a person, a mm -hmm. family, your business, a nation. Mm -hmm. You can apply the principles on every level. And that's what Jesus mm -hmm. would do. You could take a parable and apply it on every le on any level. So it's it's designed, it, I call it, it's scalable. Mm -hmm. it's, it's for scalable leadership. This is the end of part one, Leadership Development with Will Meyer and Alan Garrett. Please subscribe to the podcast, share and like on social media.